Welcome to episode three of Stiff Neck Radio, brought to you by Stiff Neck Studio, your best option for quality commission miniature painting. I'm Will, your host, and this week I'm joined by David. What up? And Charlie. Hey, what's going on? And today we're just going to be going over, you know, uh, intros for for Charlie and and because uh, he's new to the podcast and going over our recent hobby adventures and then uh, a few hot topics that may come up uh in natural conversation so so charlie you've never been on before we've been painting for stiff neck studio for a while um how about you uh tell the audience about yourself uh well my name's charlie i uh started painting with stiff neck in i think it was march uh my first project was uh some raptors from the shadow spear set and uh, I've, you know, worked with them ever since. Uh, got into the hobby. My father was an artist, and when I was young, he brought home a, like a TSR Dungeons and Dragons. They're like metal miniatures. Oh wow! And yeah, they're like I think it was like 1980. So these were like primitive like, by today's standards. That's like the stuff off Stranger Things. Pretty much like Stranger Things was uh, I that was me <laughs> when I was uh, because I was you know, that was when I was that age. Um, so except there was no you know, demi gorgon and stuff like that. <laughs> I led a pretty normal childhood, uh, but yeah, like so I started painting that and I was using testers enamels, I remember. Uh, so everything was really shiny and I sucked and <laughs> he kind of like showed me how to do it and you know ever since then i've kind of been off and on in the hobby uh got back into it probably about a year ago um and started dusted off the old iwata neo and you know with the internet i think nowadays it's so much easier to learn you know there's like so much information and everything out there that you can just kind of gather and so it's really kind of helped me in addition to you know, being in the studio and everything, because it's it's good to have all the constructive criticism that that this place offers. So, whereas like some places on the internet are just echo chambers, you know, like oh my god, that's so good. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't yeah, believe it. Uh, our group chat the for the studio can be brutal. Oh, it's it's awful. You know, but I love that. So I think that's you know that's helpful. That's why it it, it is what it is. You know, why you. Well, you look at the stuff and it's, uh, it's pretty. So a little bit of truth, but yeah, that's, uh, that's me. So what, uh, what do you play or what have you played or are you just, uh, um, uh, right now I just paint. I like to pretend that I'll play a kill team someday. And I've, I have like a, I have a bunch of Harlequins that are unpainted, but really what was going to get me back into the, to the hobby was uh luna wolves but the primaris because see i i didn't whenever i i left the hobby about 2008 right so because i didn't like the models every marine that i did i'd have to true scale i didn't like the proportions of them you know the old school ones Mm. so when the primaris came out i you know was kind of like looking looking trying to pull the trigger actually it was the uh oh god what are they they're like the space marines in swordland or sigmarines those guys oh yeah i i like saw those I was like wow they're really 
you know, they're really changing what they're doing. And then I bought some, like a, a five pack of Primaris Reavers and painted them as Luna Wolves. And that's actually what I think got me into the studio was the, the white execution on those. But to your question, I don't really play anything. Um, I, when I was playing, you know, my favorite thing was setting the guys up and <laughs> like making jump back noises and gun noises and, and the, the guys at the local game store kind of, they weren't too down with that. And I got tabled all the time, so that sucked. But it was Blood Angels was what I played back then. So, but no, I don't, I don't really play anything today. I think that kind of makes it easier, you know, because I don't have a, a particular thing that I like to do. It's all pretty cool to me. Yeah, I think the, the like, narrative events would be right up your alley. At, Probably. Uh, a lot of the, the cons the war games con was uh this last weekend in austin and the narrative guys were there and uh they ran a pretty good event and it they they had a couple tables that were just glorious to look at like they had this yes. big one that was like uh 12 feet 12 feet by four feet right and it's yeah uh, a shipping yard with like oh, a, cool. a foot and a half tall like crane with like cargo containers everywhere. Oh, that's awesome! It was it was really really Both cool. Both armies Everybody's... completely painted and like yeah, you, you have to have oh, that's that's you awesome. have to have your army completely painted just to to get in um to a pretty high standard. So everything's always painted because it's all about the the fun of the narrative and yeah. it, it's a lot of photo ops oh, and one of their tables so cool. had a giant uh, um uh the the walkway before the throne room in the uh the imperial palace oh with like custodies and all that stuff all around it or no with like just the like big, the set big statues of all the primarchs with oh cool with all the the heretic primarch statues removed and then i think they the two can't remember if i was remembering like if it, if I invented this in my head or if it was there now, as if it's like a false memory or true, but I think they had two statues that had um, that were covered up. Oh, yeah. to the last so marks. Yeah, so there are nine that are missing, two that are covered up, and then the nine that are the the good legions, right? Um, the the loyal legions. Yeah. And so they like have those the all legions. there because the two expunged ones, they're they're still there. Right. But they're covered up with uh, with drapes, right? Um, and so, and the the names are scratched out on the bottom, so you can't see what it is. But the I really want to know who those two are. I think that it's a plot device. Like it's it always leaves it open. I I would strongly, I would think that we would ne- we're never going to see what. I know. Those I don't think are. we will. It, just, it's just, not on purpose. It's and like the ending of Lost. It. Like I hated it. I wish it would know. I wish I didn't know the ending of Lost, but I do. <laughs> you know, that's like the last last primarchs yeah you wish like, they talk just about like a show that went sideways man. and it just ended yes because then i'd be like why did they cancel loss i want to find out now that i know what, what it is i'm like what the hell did i just watch what it puts a rock on the gold thing coming out of the pond it didn't yeah I'm sorry i get kind of far afield too. i mean it could always be worse it'll always be weird where like in the fourth season of Babylon five, they thought that was the last season. So they crammed two seasons into one. Then they got renewed. Uh, 
tying up a five season story arc in in three normal seasons and then a super shortened like a, a a fourth season that had two seasons worth of stuff in it and they're like oh we need to do like another 24 episodes i don't want five's the one with with call drogo right no this is before his time what yeah, was oh that's is... stargate that's right uh i think stargate does stargate have call drogo in it i'm trying to think now i don't think so yeah he was on there he was like this dreadlocked guy like towards yeah, you know, Stargate's the one with like the Egyptians, right? Where they go through the circle. It looks like a set piece from like a game. Like I could see us painting something like that. Yeah, someone you know? has made a three D print of that of really? the of the Stargate, and people use it for a few things. You use it for um, like the lizard men of their spawning pools. Uh huh. And then people have made it to stuff for like the as replacements for some of the portals for like demons, like the the terrain that you have for different demons and stuff, or like that's where people are coming through, like warp gates and stuff like that. But um, but I've seen some people do it somewhere it's open and somewhere it is being active activated and it's got it filled in with like a cool portal effect on it. I've seen some really cool stuff or things where it's um, uh, colored resin where it's translucent. So it's like oh, neat. blue or green tinted resin. There's some cool ones out there. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really good. But yeah, the Babylon 5 is is probably my favorite sci-fi show ever. And it it, it ran concurrent with uh, Star Wars or Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And they're both okay, yes. shows about space stations. But um, and they're both pessimistic, too. Oh, man, they're they're the. Deep Space Nine is the, I think the, easily the darkest Star Trek series, and Babylon Five is darker than that, and it's, it, it it's good. It feel they both feel really lived in. I, I like really, I like both a lot. Um, yeah, Deep Space Nine had the Nazis, right? Like space Nazis. <laughs> the... No, that's the Blood Angels. <laughs> I wanted the Blood Angels to be Romans, and then I found out they were space vampires. And I got—I used to get into huge arguments on Bolter and Chainsword about that. I was like, "They can be whatever you want. Stop saying they're vampires." Dude, they well, are I vampires. wish they would go more in that vampire direction. Sometimes, give them a little bit more flavor. It'd be interesting. I know, but it was at the time Twilight came out, so everyone was making fun of them, saying they yeah. sparkle in the sunlight and stuff like that. I was like, now my beloved Blood Angels, that's it. Everybody's Death Company. I'm painting them all black. But, I mean, how cool would it be to have, like, a Vargoth space marine? Sounds like heresy to me. <laughs> that's all all jacked and... Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, Death Company to, like, the next stage, right? Now oh, the Death Company are so cool. Oh man, it's uh—they're really cool in in the uh, the narrative, but they from the tabletop, they need some improving. And on that, do they move over to some recent hobby? And David can talk about what's been going on with you. What's what's going on, David? In so your hobby realm? I'm uh, I'm pretending that I'm good at painting now. Uh, now that I got an airbrush and and I'm giving it uh, another go at the hobby to try to paint some stuff. So. Um, when Charlie was talking about his tester paints, I was kind of laughing to myself because my uh, high elf army was done with tester paints and uh, oh, was really man. heat up your brushes. Yes, they do. Um, but no, uh, I uh, I've got six intercessors that I just finished. I literally just finished putting together, and I have them prepped for painting tomorrow. Um, 
You mean aggressors or aggressors? Excuse me. Yeah. All the all the new names kind of sound so similar that it's easy to get it mixed up unless you're really thinking about them. To be honest with you, they're all uh, But yeah, these aggressor models. You know, I gotta say, I, I I do like the bigger size of the Marines. I always thought they were too small before, and the sculpts look really great in the pictures. But from a hobby perspective, putting these new models together, I, you know, I, I've never put together any of the Primaris except the aggressors. These guys suck. Uh, they're all mono pose but they come in like a million pieces. So I don't really understand the point of that. Um, in fact, the most difficult thing on the aggressor model is if you're putting together the, um, the, the bolter version and not the flamer version is the stupid ammo belts. Like, believe it or not, most of those ammo belts are actually in like two separate pieces and trying to get those to line up correctly with, with the guns and the arms and posed all in a way that they all fit in together with the backpack is just, it's a nightmare. And it, and it makes me wonder why I even have options because there's only one way to do it to where it fits. Um, and then games workshop is like out to get us who are trying to save a little bit of money now, because let's say you want to magnetize your guns so you can switch them out. You know, if maybe the flame ones get better later or you just want to switch, um, there's almost no way to drill holes in the aggressors um to magnetize them in a way that that's very easy you can do it but you got to be really careful i wouldn't recommend it for somebody who's never done magnetization before and only if you've got those uh one sixteenth by one eighth uh magnets the really really small neodymonium ones so other than that uh that's what i've got on the table i'm i'm gonna put that to to the airbrush tomorrow and hopefully get some good results out of that you get to play those with a an interesting mix of other painted stuff and uh, a little over a week. Yeah, so that... yeah. It, it, it'll be nice. You know, on another note, uh, Charlie also mentioned the Reavers, and I was laughing about that too because I actually read uh, an article on Bell's a Lost Soul, if anybody reads that anymore, um, about the Reavers and can we make them better, which is a conversation we've had in the past, and they basically came to the same conclusion that we always come to. It's why do these guys not have any AP to their weapons? <laughs> they look so cool, though. They look really great. I know. that. That's that's how I start these conversations. I'm like, Reavers are like some of the coolest looking space marines. But I can't yes. put them in a list. <laughs> you can take their heads and move them on so many other things. It's just a, such a cool model. Oh, yeah. No doubt. I mean, maybe taking Reavers and turning them into Death Company or something could be a winning formula but mm. but i wouldn't well, run up as reavers don't okay are they so they're not assault marines they're their own thing right right, right. well because like i you know when i'm painting i listen to a lot of stuff about warhammer to try and i've i don't know why i just do and uh they talk about how in like what the third round with the white scars or something they get the assault doctrine and they could actually be a pretty potent force, but if you, I think you have to be white scars and like exactly. pure white scars. Yeah, yeah. it would be because in the assault doctrine, I mean, it's they'll, on the they'll, third they'll, round or something like that. Yeah, That's they'll increase their damage by by one, so they'll have two damage, but still they'll have two damage and minus one AP weapons, which is but, actually really good. So but they're, I mean, they're not good. Well, but you see, that's not something that's unique to Reavers in a White Scar Army. Everything in the White Scar Army gets that bump uh, at round three. Yeah. So 
and that's a white scar only thing and that's a really great strong ability and from the perspective of space wolf or black templar or blood angel players or any other assault oriented space marine armies i'm kind of wondering are we going to see a bump kind of like that too because it'd be really nice to do an extra damage on the charge well don't you if don't you get it if you have the like this i don't know the space marine keyword or something like that i mean they always talk about that like all space marines get this the assault doctrine bump but not like the the white scars are like extra damage or something like that can you play blood blood angels as white scars using the white scar rules or i mean uh, i guess it would depend or is on that the like beauty yeah yeah i mean the 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 red white scars just like uh I think in seventh edition, it was really popular to have the uh, the blue white scars. <laughs> people take on their ultra. Well, maybe they're more like a white scars. kind of thing. Since yeah, the I mean, rules in that are so different, you know, you could you could make them a combat vet or something like that. I mean, I actually yeah. kind of read those rules and I understand that game maybe a little more. Because when yeah, I kill team, it's a little bit easier because all the all the legions are just the one thing. Yeah. Um, in kill team, so it's just like, hey, you've got. They're just space marines in kill team. There's no like oh, that these game are appeals angels. to me so much. You know, it's got a lot of flavor to it, and it's a lot easier to get into um, in terms could, of the hobby. Yeah, exactly. You could spend so much more time on what, like Play. your 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 twenty guys, basically, is what you get to cover all the the options. I know, like. I have something like 60 Harlequins sitting up here just for kill team. I went kind of nuts. <laughs> and it's Harlequins, too. It's like, it's, that's not an easy model to paint. Because I have to do the diamonds on them. And I have this OCD, and it's just like, ah, that line doesn't look clean. Just make those diamonds big. Um, the no, the smaller you make them, the more work it's going to be. <laughs> oh, God. I did this Shadow Seer. And uh, I, I painted it four times. Four times. I was like, the second time it looked really good. And I was like, but this isn't right. And you don't even see the thing. I broke the little staff on it. That was a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, the the Eldar models in general are are, are really small and delicate. Like, if you move from Space Marines to, like, Eldar, because I've got Dark Eldar, too. Man, it's like, do my eyes work? No. The answer (laughs) is no. I know mine don't. I have glasses, a visor a magnifying glass and a magnifying glass in the magnifying glass to see stuff sometimes. But I'm old as the hills. So that's what you get. That's what you have to look forward to, kiddos. Yeah, I'm already I'm already feeling it. Um last two years in a row my my glass prescription has been uh, increased in power. So it's uh it's not looking good. I really need to get like outside more and look at things that are farther than like 30 feet away. <laughs> um, uh, but um, speaking of you painting stuff, Charlie, what have, uh, what do you've got going on recently? I know you, you said you had a, a shipping yes. uh, debacle recently. Oh, it was a nightmare. I painted the, uh, the latest project for stiff neck was the coronate dragon from forge world. Um, it's, I did a little research on it. It's like the, the biggest Age of Sigmar model that they make. It's seven pounds. 
of resin when i got it like i was trying because ultimately something that large you want to subassemble it right so you want to paint it in stages so you can get to everything well one of the disadvantages of that is like if you're piecing it together after it's all painted and there's these giant gaps then you have to putty everything in then then you got to go back and if you you know i airbrushed i'd say 95 percent of the model just using the airbrush to paint it and if you go back then i'd have to use a brush i have to prime it you know so i'm going to be going unless i'm like really awesome with the airbrush and i'm not there yet i mean i'm okay with it but and my airbrush is being a total dick. Uh, so I had to assemble it completely. There's like so much putty and, and floral wire in that thing. Oh my God. But so, you know, you have to put it together and then paint it completely assembled. There was like I, I, the driver or the rider and his throne. I didn't have to paint those with the dragon. Because uh, those seams weren't weren't as noticeable, and then I think a couple pieces of armor as well. But there's like skulls all in this embedded in the skin of this thing. So some some parts I'm painting it left-handed with the airbrush. Some places I can't get to it because it's it's so damn big. I mean this thing is enormous. And then shipping it was like I went to Lowe's three times to get boxes and then I'd get the box I'd come back it's like oh that doesn't fit I should have just measured it but I'm kind of an idiot so three times uh so much packing material it's just you know crazy because I bought the box and then I realized like I don't have enough packing material so I had to go back and get more and then uh shipped it off so I am I'm optimistic that it's going to make it. That that thing was like a mummy, like a big fat mummy when I put it into the box. And then there's just all this other stuff. But I don't know. For me, that's like one of the, one of the most difficult parts of, of being like a commission painter, I think is, is shipping this stuff off, you know, because you spend all this time on it. You don't want it to get there and be all busted in a million pieces. So what do you do in the cases when the customer says, Hey, it is broken on arrival. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't get the first part of that, David. What do you do in the cases when the customer complains that the model came broken? I haven't had that yet. So, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I imagine it'd be up to studio head. I know in the past, I sent more models, actually. You know, or, you know, you, you probably want to just, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to speak for the studio. So I, I think the best way is just to make sure that you go through heroic lengths in packing material. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, put a box stuff. inside a box if you have to. This was just so big. I couldn't do that. But if, if I'm really concerned about it, wrap it in a cocoon, put it in a box and then put that box in a little bit bigger box. And put packing material all around that, so there's like no chance that that thing will move. Yeah, and the hard part on that one, right? Because it's so—it's not just big; it's heavy. 
So exactly because the trick on that one is like you want zero movement, but it's putting it's so dense mm-hmm. that in the middle and it's so much weight that it's difficult oh, yeah, to dude. keep it from moving and not putting a bunch of force. I, the tail I can imagine is is and that that has wings or no? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it's got it's got enormous wings. And it's like those things, those levers that it's gonna put. Um, the hardest was the chains. On. There were there's chains on that thing too. Yeah, there's chains from the from the throne that the rider sits on to these like armor plates to plates on the dragon's horns, and then the tongue was separate. I I could I was able to paint that separately, but I mean it it just. It would talk to me at night, mock me. <laughs> you know? It's like you can't finish me. You're gonna fail. You're gonna get. You're gonna get fired. You know. But took some pictures of it outside. That's you know one of the coolest things I think too about this is like the the pictures that when you get to see your models, like pro pro pictures taken of them because I just use this ghetto light box. It's it's awful. You know. Wes was like, take some pictures of that thing outside. <laughs> so it looked better in natural light, too. Yeah, I can imagine. I want to see what happens when when Wes gets a, a hold of it to do the, the good pictures before sending it out. It'll be he's not. Oh, he's not. It went straight. It's going straight to the to the guy. That's why I did. He was like, just because we were like, this thing's going to be crazy to ship. So, you know, I was like, do you just want me to ship it direct to the guy? And then he's like, but I, it's too big to fit in the light box. So there was really no point sending yeah, it off point. to Wes, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it is what it is. It's going out. And so, yeah, yeah. Uh, hope you shipped it well. <laughs> because... No, I did, dude. I like, I went through crazy lengths. There's so much stuff. It's like. I would I could take a picture of the packing roll that's like half done and it was enormous. All this like crap over every little bit. It's like everything is wrapped. I even put instructions in the box saying lift it from the middle when you're lifting it out. You know, so you just don't mistakenly grab the tail and go Oh yeah, I've done that before getting um just like bits in the mail. Or, or other stuff of like buying from like the the trade groups online and be like, pull it out and then oh no, it got broken. Like I, had some custodies that the the yeah. arms the on the lances caught things trying to get them out of the package. No, it's um plastic, but they were super glued together. Not a uh, okay. Not um, plastic glued. So they, they caught and pulled off. Yeah, I mean, they look really, really cool. And it actually reminds it like, that's the stuff I'm doing right now. So my custodians is, are done. So what color I, are you? They're, they're gold with the red. They're, they're box art. This, the standard um, ones, yeah. yeah, they're box like art, that. except that's... for the spears are slightly different. Um, they're, the spears are uh, uh, blue, blue shade for the, uh, like all the power weapons are blue. Yeah. Um, that was yeah. one of my favorite projects, I think, for Stiffneck was doing uh, Alaris Custodies and then, what's that guy's name? Trajan? 
Yeah. Oh yeah, Trajan Valoros. Yeah. Like, uh, the bearded guy, the beard balded guy. Yeah, Captain General Trajan Valoris. Yeah, yeah it, it made me want to play title. Custodes. That was another army I pretend to play. Oh, they're Custodes. they're so pretty. So like my stuff is you know I've got um uh nine jet bikes, ten. Oh, those are such good looking models too. Ten of the guard, one of the Achilles contemptors with like the big ass spear. Ooh. Yeah, that, awesome. Ooh, that is so cool. It's not a terribly good on the tabletop, but yeah, but the model's really hot. Yeah, it but it's pretty, so man. That cool. thing is neat. Jealous. And then like, and then Trajan and uh, uh, a Vexilla dude, and and then some, uh, I think eight Alarius uh, custodians. Um, eight Those guys nine. are my favorites. Whatever, whatever it is in the multiplication of the box, I think I got two box, one or two boxes of them. I can't remember how many they come in. Maybe they come in three, so maybe I have nine. Thing yeah, of three boxes or three. Threes. Yeah. Yeah, something like I'm that. Sure. I mean it's super expensive. It's like three models for for thirty something bucks. It's it's pretty rough on those things, but but they look really They're pretty. so cool though. That helmet is like one of the best helmets, I think. I, I don't yeah. know. What's your favorite? What is your favorite mark of helmet? You can include mark those primaris ones. The Crusader. Mark Mark II helmets are my favorite. They look so cool. They look like a medieval knight. <laughs> That's like Emperor's Champion from uh, Black Templar. Yeah, I think, Black Tem- I think the Emperor's Champion has that helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a little it's more, the, his is a little more elegant, though. Where it's got the mouth slits on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's those are definitely my favorite. What about you, David? So I, I've got probably a really unpopular opinion on this one. I, I really like the Mark V helmets, a.k.a. the beak nose ones. I thought that was six. Is that Mark Six? You know, I'm not quite sure. Uh, yeah, five is you like, you like the beakies. I like yeah. the beakies. It, and for some cool. reason, to me, they just scream like aerodynamic. So I don't like them on everything, but I like them on assault marines. That just it just seems to fit. That's what they were, like when when the game came out. That's what space marines were. They were I, the beaks. I, yep, I had the I had that first box. I still have a. Marine from the first box set. And he looks, he's like all hunched over like an ape. But yeah, they were all beakies back it's then. Uh, all Can I tell you which ones I hate with... the most? Mm-hmm. The faces. That's really hard they to all, think. They all had that <laughs> shoulder pad with the studs on it. Yeah, it was Rogue Trader. That was like, I, when I started playing, it was that. It was really a way different game. It was That was almost more like Kill Team. This is like, if you had a tank, you were like, oh, God, that guy's unbeatable. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that's what they, I'll take a picture and put it up in the, in the chat sometime for you all to see. Yeah, it's those, those old, the Mark VI was the original helmet. I like that one, but I think I got a couple of favorites. Uh, I like four. Which is the like kind of like the Primaris one right now, and then yeah, the Crusader is pretty cool. Yeah, my my captain and my lieutenant, um, my 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 smash captain, my smash lieutenant, the the, the jump pack and thunder hammer and and stuff are uh, are both uh, Mark II helmets because they just look cool and they've got the cool Mark II. Is Mark II or Mark III jetpacks? The ones that it's not the single en- engine jetpack, but the dual engine jetpack. Those are Mark the IVs. turbines. 
Mark Four. Those are Mark yeah. Four jetpacks. Yeah, like David knows all the jetpack. David's done all the the conversions with the jetpack stuff, and so he knows. So it's actually so there is a Mark II jetpack, if I'm not mistaken, that also has dual turbine, but not there's like one model set that Forge Worlds made that makes those. Okay. So if you see them around, you're you're probably seeing Mark IVs for the most part. I, I you know I can't even really tell you the, the big difference between them. The single engine ones are the Mark Threes. Yeah, because those are the ones that the Sanguinary Guard have. Okay. And those things look super cool. Like the Sanguinary yeah. Guard jetpacks with the wings on them look good. Like yeah. I think those are really cool. Yeah. Those are neat. That's what I'm painting right now. I because I'm, I'm making all the uh, all the support characters for Blood Angels. Because I was like, uh, m- my Space Marines are all gray um, uh-huh. with no iconography on them. So I, I'm kind of like a you know one of those people of like I just can use them as whatever I want. I don't feel like having four Space Marine armies. I'm just gonna painted make the, gray. I'm just gonna make the one, paint them all gray, and I like I'll buy some Space Wolf characters if I want to play Space Wolves and just buy the stuff that's unique to them. Yeah. And then play that, and then because all my stuff is the Mark Four, it's all the, the Betrayal Cal set. So I have oh, two cool. Betrayal Cal sets. So I just have all this stuff, and it's like I could run this as anything because they, it, they're it's such old armor. It's like what you're gonna tell me that these Mark these these dudes aren't Sternguard? They're wearing freaking Mark Four armor, <laughs> and yeah, and you're forty one thousand whatever we're playing in right now forty six thousand i have no idea what year it's forty two thousand now actually two thousand now yeah yeah because yeah. like, now they've it's, it's two thousand warhammer 42 i didn't know that yeah, yeah i was like just moved it ahead some stuff weird. about the indominus crusade missing the 42nd millennium and i was like cool <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's forty thousand. like i mean theoretically i think they're going now where it's like as long as we don't hit 50 we're good like it could be forty nine nine, and we're still in the forty thousandth. I don't know. What what do you call a ten thousand year period of time? It's not a millennia. It's a. I don't even know. Is there even a thing for that? A decennial. Uh, there's there's probably a thing. Decennia. <laughs> something something like that, yeah. But um. Well, you know what happens in the year fifty thousand, right? In the year fifty thousand. The, those hidden Primarchs come back. I mean, that's obviously the Yeah, game. there we go. And they're girls. Yeah, it's one yeah, of them is the, the new Sisters of Battle. Yeah. The Sisters Eldar. Legion. Yeah, and the, it's the like... half, half Eldar son of the Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want anyone to know. What do oh. you think? Oh my god, god I just completely lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? It was very pertinent to what we were talking about. Anyway, continue. Oh, I remember. What do you think about the new Sisters of Battle sculpts? That one model that was previewed looks amazing. What about the faces? I did not pay attention. I saw the doves. I don't know. Like, I've seen the latest one where she's painted up and she actually looks kind of pretty, but I always thought... GW couldn't sculpt a pretty female face. I mean, they, they, they have they some angry faces sort of, in there. But you can be angry and still like, you know, I guess they don't all need to be pretty. I don't know. I don't, I've never seen anyone that was doing a real like, give me your war face, you know, or your, your 
your your your war shout that looked pretty. Like, they don't have to look like dudes. Yeah, like, but there's a, you're, like, a woman, man. Like you ever see anyone anyone work out or do like a big scream or like yell? Like Gal they Gadot all look. No did. one looks. No one looks good doing that. Or Wonder Woman is. But that's not <laughs> real. That like. She's real, dude. No, what I mean is Gal Gadot. That's not a real war. She's not putting everything into it. I think I think we're just asking a bunch of female characters here. They can't both look pretty and kill for the emperor. Yeah, it's you know these are these are different level of of female. I think the the requirement that like they have to look like delicate flowers and battle hardened killers like is. I, I think it's. That's more anime. Something. Well, yeah. I think it's just unfair to to anyone to expect. I think you'll get a little of both in different situations, and I think some of them will turn out and be like, "Oh, wow, they did an amazing thing here." This is somehow both, but for the most part, you're not really going to to see it. Um, so and that's okay. an expectation that well, if you have that expectation, you're going to be disappointed. I okay. The okay. The latest one, like the first one that came out, is that gal is just kind of like standing, right? And she's got the scars. You, and you've seen the bo- the art that she's like copied from. Yeah. The, the art, she looks pretty. And she's just kind of standing there. No, I mean, she's not doing a, like a war face or anything like, like the standard space marine where they're going, ah, you know, how all the, you got the bald guy that's yelling in every, yeah. in every kit. Always. So I've got the hospitaler model open right now and I'm looking at it and I think the, the faces are actually pretty well done. I mean, the one who's the sister who's dying on the ground, it's not just like the, like most of the space Marines are ah, like most of the space Marines. She looks like she's sad. She's got real emotion to her. I, I think that's pretty nice. Oh, shoot. We're gonna do this. We're pulling it up. Uh, I'm pulling, pulling it up. up too. Well, I'm sharing screen, so it doesn't really let's see. Let's go features or more 40k. We're gonna we're gonna go through Battle Sister Bolts in this part 14. So here's yep. here's Hospitaler, and that's a good looking figure. Yeah, I know this one. Good. I saw it. I was like, wow. It's, it's she's got the Tech Marine stuff. The Dove, I like the Dove. Yeah, I mean, this is a. Th- can you imagine this is a 3D that? render, right? Uh, yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, I think this is 3D render. This isn't. This isn't a picture of a printed model, but the I think I think it's pretty good. Um, uh, I th- uh, I think they're gonna have some problem. I mean, there's some things that need maybe a little bit more detail um, that they need to fill in. But for the most part, I think this is really good. I just love the doves. Like this combination of like weird tech marine sort of thing with also um i'll close all the stuff but this tech marine sort of stuff with also also with the doves and like you actually have a model on there that's not like a dead one like the the apothecaries um he's like stepping on the dude (laughs) yeah that he's like ah failure well, he pulled out his gene seed in his glands, right? Like he's like looking at it like a Shakespeare play, like to be or not to be with the stuff, you know. Alas, poor Horatio. <laughs> so this just happens to be that that model's name. Yeah, he's got like boom. 
I mean, but look at that face, right? That actually has real emotion to it. It's not like all the other Space Marine heads that you see. Yeah, the hair is dynamic. Um, you know, clasping the the Inquisition icon that is, she's essentially like holding her rosary. You know, so that's like, what they oh, are. They're Inquisition. Yeah, sisters. The sisters fight for they're the um, they're essentially the faith militant, right? And it's the loophole that no no man in the faith shall be taken up in arms. So they made an all female military arm. That's right. like the loophole they used. But then they still somehow have like crusaders as well that are dudes. So like that kind of goes out the window. So, archoflagellants. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then here's is yeah, here's close up. Yeah, that helmet's hospital. pretty cool. Alternate face where we got the mask here. That's cool. Oh, there's one where she doesn't have a mask? My gosh, is it the mask and the other yeah, see no mask? Oh, I didn't see that. Mask. So she had the mask. Yeah, I like that. See the different heads and then yeah, so this is I don't know if I would want to paint this wood, like maybe wood and gold. I think this could be really cool if it's painted to look like wood. It'd be really hard to get the graininess on this one, but man, yeah. that would look really cool to be like a wooden carved icon. Yeah. See, at first, I thought that was a candle, and I was like, why the hell are they modeling the light sheen of the candle? Now, I, th- I think this is supposed to be a humanoid figure holding a cross. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I see that. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Like, I, I think they got the uh, iconography on this pretty well. Like, they, the aesthetic is i think upgraded to a, a modern sensibility and i think it works real well so i also like how their their armor looks feminine but it's also functional right yeah like they have good greaves like the this stuff covers the parts that matter it 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 is interesting they took a, a very front-facing theory on it where it's armored in the front but in the back it doesn't have as much armor so it's it's kind of an aggressive armor scheme. Well, you can't, you know, we can't give the good power armor to the sisters. I mean, it's a very like Roman style of of armor where it's like, you know, we're going to take on and focus on movement where like a Roman legionary wouldn't wear armor on their legs at all. They would just be like rely on the shield because it's better to just move fast. So, the shields are pretty damn big. Yeah, it also helps when the shield's as tall as you are, right? But yeah, people are like, oh, it's a six-foot shield. It's like, well, that doesn't cover everything. It does when the average height of a legionary is only 5'7". God, I love the Romans. They're so awesome. Because it took place back when people were super short. Um, so let's see. We got all this. Uh, they just here. never quit. Seraphin first look. We've got all the the bulletins here. So this is the one of the first model, okay. models we saw. See? Yeah, yeah that this was... is what you're complaining about. Is like I think. Well, I'm I'm actually looking at like the older models. I'm on the GW side. For some reason, does this happen to you? Or like for it, GW thinks I live in like Holland or something like that. I always got to switch yes. it back to the states. It's so annoying. Yes. But I'm on Sisters of Battle. And these are the old fine cast models, and they look like whoa. Oh yeah, they're 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 bad. Yeah, this one's good. I like the brow on this. The 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 battle sister, or this is this is a new this is a seraphim. Yeah, so the first this is the oh, first look the on the seraphim and stuff like that. Yeah, I like the jetpack. It's got she's it's a got man, baby. Pseudo wing stuff, and it's, it's 
it's still it may be actually maybe over proportion on, on some of the things but for the most part it looks pretty good uh yeah, that grenade's way too big <laughs> also the second she shoots that bolt pistol her wrist is gonna snap in half i mean but she's so does the power, power armor like make them strong too like so they can yeah yeah <laughs> Remember, it doesn't have. It, remember, they they're not. They don't have a ton of recoil. Bolters don't because they are. They're rock. They're rocket propelled, and it does have force, but it's force over a period of time. It's not instant acceleration as much as like a bullet does. Like, uh, the bu- a bullet when you shoot it, all the acceleration is done three quarters of the way down the barrel. Um, but with you would with most most rocket propelled things, like it's continually continually picking up speed onto target. Um, so it, you don't even have all the force being put on you when you shoot. I mean, that's some like weird. Let's make logic stuff on it. But I mean, she's wearing power armor, so we could just say like, even if it has recoil, who cares? Also, you know, make make the shooting sounds, Charlie. Flying, <laughs> flying space lady. Shooting <laughs> d- dual Flying space nuns. I do. I do like the. So the other seraphim, I think those had like real angel wings. Um. So these were more stylized, if okay. I remember correctly. So which I I like. I think it is more. It makes a little bit more sense. I I, mean, I obviously think wings are cool. I took Sanguinius wings, Sanguinius's wings from the 30k set and, uh, model and put them on my. Um, sanguinary priest that I'm painting. <laughs> so I'm this trying like... to scroll on your page, think, like thinking I'm watching it. Or yes, that it's on the... my desktop. So Are you doing that, David? Oh no, no, no. So I'm the only dumb one here. Okay. So I guess this is the <laughs> new one painted. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah, I think it's good. So it's it's like stylized. Their organ wings is sort of yeah, what they kind of I was like. going to say. It's like she's flying an organ. But whoever painted this really needs to thin their paints. It looks like a pewter model. It does kind of. And some of the parts over here, things like that, like the way the golds are. The the sword looks great, but... What if it was Duncan? <laughs> if you're like talking shit about Duncan. It's like, Duncan, you know you kind of suck at this. This is not your best paint job, Duncan. <laughs> Uh, but, let's see. Uh, this is going to be actual model stuff. Uh, oh, here's iconography for the outside of the vehicles. I'm loving the the cherubs with skulls. It's very grim, dark. This is. I like mean, honestly, this saints. is. These are pulled like these exact things, just slightly different, are on um, a bunch of the crypts, like under Rome. I, I've actually seen ones like this before, because mm. um, like the skull motif is is a pretty ancient thing in in Catholic and early Christian dogma, yeah. even pre like into Roman era. Like it, it really carries over the 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 using um, cherubs like the skulls and stuff. So it's but I like the this this is I would take this and figure out how to make more of these to put on every rhino. <laughs> or impulse, like on the impulsors or whatever they're called, and and re- and uh, the re- not redemptors. What is the what are the tanks? The new repulsors. 
Repulsors, yeah. Repulsors and, and then impulsors and all those things. Like these are really cool. I would definitely put these on this. <laughs> you would think a repulsor would be like a Nurgle unit. It's repulsive. Yeah. Looks very word cool. bearer. Look how relieved this is. Like Yeah. There's like it a looks dark angel in the model. Yeah, it does kind of look dark angel. Like because they have a lot of those things that were these statue stuff, but so, unlike the dark angel one. In other words. But we haven't. I don't think we've seen one where they've done it where it, it recesses this much. Like this yeah. is an alcove with like yeah. a whole mo little model in it. I wonder how that's going to work. I mean, I would just assume like they've got wouldn't space. It, wouldn't you be kit. hitting the tracks and the? You, that doesn't matter. The I mean, treads. That, that does, I, I think this is here would be the front, right? Amber and then here's protects, the top. Man. No, I mean yes. like on the actual physical model because aren't the treads like right up? Don't they butt right up against that plate? um there's space there's this is hollow though so you put this in here there's space in here on a normal rhino um they're gonna have a slightly different kit right there's gonna be a, a specific one for them um that from what i saw before is gonna be more of like the Deimos pattern rhino so it's the style of the old ones but with mm -hmm. um uh, sisters iconography all over it to make it more sisters but like this these these right here the scroll work on these is pretty cool um that's gonna it gives a lot of people that maybe aren't as good at painting to to be able to add stuff like that without having yeah. to do it themselves i'm trying to add this to all my space marines um because they're they're gray and then in really light gray like almost white i'm putting the scroll work all over their bodies um and it is a tedious process oh i bet um, and to see more of it and more reliefs so where these aren't quite as deep but they look really good I, like, I love this so that's the front door of the rhino where they'd come out yeah they are the back hatch yeah it looks yeah or the, hatch, the back yeah, hatch yeah so here you've got the things on it right so it's the back hatch and here's the hinges i guess are right here okay. um over here is where it would, would attach the side door this pillar right here is actually part of the main rhino and then the door is is here and so this would all move, um, and and this is where it would hinge. So if you wanted to to uh, put metal through it to make it pin correctly so that it moves, you can put it on here. Or I wonder if they're going to really make it so that it stays. I hope they put enough room in here to put a magnet in. That's what I was hoping, to put a small magnet. Um, otherwise, it's really annoying, because I have mine right now, and there's not a ton of room on the Deimos, like the Forgeable Deimos kit. Yeah. And to put a magnet in there, and you essentially just have to like glue a piece of metal and paint over it, and then put a magnet just at the top of the inside, and just like, well, I guess people will see it. Who cares? Um, so I hope they put some room in there to like, because people are going to want to make it so it actually opens and closes. Would and... you paint that gold? Ooh, arcoflagellant head. <clears throat> oh, right here. Yeah. Looks even got the number. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is. That is yeah. What? Is it? That guy's yelling. This looks like it attaches to something, but I wonder where. It, like, I wonder how they have. They're gonna have this go. I haven't seen the other stuff on it, so this will be interesting. See, I've got the Leviathan Dreadnought body. How to assemble thing over here? Oh man. Um, thirteen leading from the front. So, what are the odds that everyone here starts Sisters of Battle? <laughs> I wonder how they're going to play. Ooh, Retributors. I've seen this one before. That's how you hold a heavy bolter. That's true. Look at that. That's uh, a cool-looking uh, model. 
the 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 overhand hand grip the overgun hand grip is just badass and look the iconography on the actual um belts is super cool the yeah the bolts are different shaped like everything about this is just awesome like the helmet yeah yeah a very german style (laughs) medieval knight yeah i think the alternate head looks good too with the hair um you know you can yeah, you just paint this, and bob. you can you can paint in some. I think black hair with like the with gray. I think is the way to make some of these more smooth. If if it ends up being smooth, in the final sculpt, I think you know adding some gray in this, like gray yeah. streaks, is the way to make add a little bit of interest to it. And I think it'll be fine if it if they come out smooth on a lot of these parts. Like that's fine. Uh, you can just paint that on there. It's not a big deal. Maybe from for some other people that maybe aren't at at that level yet it might not look great but pretty much i think even if it's smooth it's not a big deal um i think that's easier than them trying to do texture and screwing it up but i guess this like this is the coolest looking this is a heavy flamer right this is a heavy flamer it looks like it i think it's to me i think these are the i think these are because of that little thing right there yeah i think these are the lighters yeah, no, you're lighters. right. That's a heavy flamer. Yeah, but it's cool, like the way they did it, because it, these almost kind of these kind of look like those sconces before uh-huh. from, from their rhino and the rhino thing that we showed on the previous page. So those look cool, right? Like, like flames is a big deal with these guys too, right? right these like, kind yeah, of burn and stuff feel. like that, burn and yeah. purge. Yeah, they do a lot of flame. It's like them and blood angels, and that is a cool cherub. Yeah, every army's gonna like steal Alfred that. Alfred Hitchcock. This is a, an old fat cherub. This is like Winston Churchill. He's like poxy almost. Like, and yeah. he's got one arm that's artificial. Like, this is when you when you see cherubs normally, they're very like baby like. But this is like old man cherub. This dude's seen a lot of battles. Do you think they put a little old man dong on him? That you can paint. <laughs> Something tells me no that behind the scroll that Poor you guy. used to to hang it up that's a big negatory. Oh, oh, yeah. it could just be a really big dog behind it. Grim dark, grim yeah, dawn. So, sometimes I, I wonder about this of of the technology of making these is if they couldn't make it so that these fit into a full base size flat piece to come together because I am constantly annoyed with. Because I prefer to paint my stuff separate and put them on the bases. Yeah. And you cannot do that with these. You have to put them on the base, do the, and then paint them. You either put the texture on, then paint them, or paint them and put the texture on. You cannot paint them separate. So and really put them on the base easily. I ran into that kind of stuff with Shadow Spear too. It is annoying. Yeah. Like, just give me a base. Like, just make the thing a whole round. And let me just slot it into a base that already has all the texture on it, and and just be like, you know what, you're gonna have to use it because like that's what it is for like the apothecary. There's barely anything that is not what he what the model. There's like a tiny little bit that is not the model that you have to base. Everything else is is plastic that comes with the kit. So 
I think that was a lot better on these. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is still better than the other one. The other cherub has like a tiny little attach point. And it's like impossible to get on the base. So just use some plastic glue and this thing will stay forever. Or you're an idiot like me and you try to do it like I said and you have to use super glue and then end up drilling into a scroll to try to get to stay. Which takes forever. Um, so retributors, what else? Anything else cool? New model sided. Interview. I don't want interviews. We want other cool models. Let's see scroll. Ooh, no, let's see look. Hey, she's got a scar in her face. That's that cool. could be like a Conan model. It could be at a vampire count. You no, know, with the hair. Oh, that could be. You could just say that's <laughs> You could say that's a blood angel. You take off some of this iconography. Come and this on, is like a man. Blood. blood angels aren't. No. No. It's Von Karstein with a gun. Blood angel hate. Scroll, scroll up. That one's not so bad. Oh, that was it. That was it. This look at the, a... No, look at the picture. See? Oh, oh, a little bit more. A little bit higher. See? Yeah, well, look at her. That's art. That's art. Like that's. I know. There's that's what I want to paint. That in, in getting a sculpt. Well, the raging heroes are pretty. I think maybe what you do is you make the face. Maybe if you make the face a little thinner, but that could be an issue with getting it to mold right. They it went with a, the. I wonder if it's like how you paint them though, too, because I've seen that. That okay. Hold on. Where is she? What's her name? Celestine. Uh, no, I painted that one, and she's okay. That's a cool thing. Sister Superior Amalia Novena. Ooh. Ooh, I like that one. I like how they like to pretend their bolt weapons and their chainswords are really awesome. <laughs> Why can't they be? They are on Chaos, the Chain Lord. Or did that guy get nerfed? Yeah, it's this Strength 3. All it does is add an extra attack. <laughs> and this is. Um... Just Strength four, no AP. Fire, no AP. Yeah. I, of course, I, I, this was a battle. They're going to make these weapons really good. Yeah. But Charlie, to your point, I think the the I think maybe the if they shrink the jawline in and make it narrower, I think that gives it the look you're thinking. I think they they kind of have still they have a pretty wide jawline. Yeah. And I think that's part of the the issue. Uh, if you bring that in and you take the the cheekbones a little bit in i think maybe do it the noses are kind of out of proportion which is a little weird to the size of the head um that They're, may be a definition issue where like if you're trying to keep everything at the right scale you just don't have enough space to do it i think but the lips actually have definition you can look at it. you could paint those and you can actually see the lips it's pretty cool they're good models i mean don't get me wrong they just look like like they just have a man to me, they have a manish look to them. And I've painted uh, hassle free miniatures, uh, raging heroes. You it's know, the uh, like those models look, they're still badass. They still look tough, but they're very, very hot. I think this one's got it. So this one has the correct proportions. I think this is the right jawline angle. But then when you look at here, I think this is too, too wide. I and wonder if you could paint it to make it look page. if you could paint it to make it look like uh you know more feminine we're, we're probably like yeah. these you... pigs look at them no I think you could <laughs> I think terrible. you 
Yeah, I think you could. I mean, it just is what it is. Like the the a male jawline is generally a little bit wider, and and that's what you're used to. And I think you just do dark down here, and you just do shaping the way like. I mean, literally, I don't know if you've ever gone down the weird YouTube rabbit hole of like makeup tutorials, but <laughs> on how to, on how like a woman can like redefine facial features with makeup the way we would do with painting things, and and you just put it, it actually teaches you a lot about color theory and shading. Like if you ever want to learn how to paint really good with airbrush and and to do and to create your own shapes, like go down those makeup tutorials. Like they teach you. A lot. A crap ton but anyway um you put make it darker here and then lighter on these edges and you essentially make like a line um at the new proportions you want and you could make it seem narrower but yeah. it's so small i don't know if it's that possible like if this, if this was you know 30 millimeter or um or is it 40 millimeter or 50 millimeter scale like i think we could do it so like 28 right mm. Yeah, so right here on this model... I bet like, my friend uh, Reese could do it. She's a pretty good feminine painter. Very mm -hmm. colorful. So, so yeah. we'll the cursor to the top of the, the backpack. Mm -hmm. So just like, I want to point out right here, as a person who's put together a model or two in my day, this is going to be a hobby nightmare with this texture right here, because you're going to get a mold line right along all these grooves. That's going to be a big pain in the ass for everybody trying to put these together and not make this look stupid. Oh, yeah, right here. I mean, GW has been really good about in the recent kits. Um, like on my intercessors, I haven't gotten any mold lines. But I think because of, yeah, because of these lines, you might get some more. Especially yeah, it's going to go all the way down, like yeah, curling more, around. Yeah. This whole thing right here. Yeah. And you're going to have to put together probably like 20 of these models for a unit because it's sisters of battle that's gonna get tedious oof yeah i do love on this like i wonder how they're the gonna buttons. assemble them <coughs> excuse me i hope just like easy to assemble single pieces you know yeah, how you were david you were talking earlier about assembling the primaris yeah the aggressors the, the well just like the single pose i now I did a lot. Like I said, I used to true scale and everything like that and pose the yeah. models. I love the poses that they come in now. You know, like that's what I would do when I look at those. So I don't, I don't really have a, I, I know this is just kind of random, but we're talking about posing and stuff like that. Like, I think that the way that they're doing these, well, yeah, it sucks. You can't like customize them, but what, how much, like, how would you change it? I'm looking at them like the primary, the intercessor kit. They're just your basic Primaris soldier, right? They're really dynamic. I yeah, and you can move like arms, and you could. There's still a lot of variation that you can do with them. It's just the the legs and the torsos are pretty much set in place. But how they have the positioning of the arms, you can change the pose almost entirely. I I don't know. I think GW has done such a a really good job with the new models and i know that's the big knock on them is that single pose kind of thing but i don't know how i would change it yeah well, you, and, and in the multi-part component of them i think the main thing too is that they are hiding the mold lines yeah and and the flash because that's what yeah. i've noticed is that they've they've redone the way they do it and the reason they fit together so in such a complex way is and previously they would take this and be like oh the torso is all one piece 
and then you'll get a mold line yeah. going all the way around. Instead, they're like, no, 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 no. We're going to split the torso in like a front and back and have the arms fit in two and maybe the arms be two pieces and to hide all these mold lines and all the flash. And for the most part, I think they've been really successful at getting you parts that you don't have to file where you can just be like, oh, I don't have to fix like anything. Like all the sprue connections are on parts that no one's ever going to see because they're inside the model now. The only time you have to file them is because like that piece is going to touch something and you need it to be flush to fit together. Oh, I'm filing a lot of stuff. Yeah. I didn't file like anything on my intercessors. I was surprised. Really? Like, Not I even on the legs. I had to fix all this stuff on my oh, only on one piece of the leg. So down here on the intercessors, there's a piece that you always have to file. Bolters. But other than that, other than that, uh, Backpack, you get a, you get a bolter piece the, right the... here. There's a bolter piece here, and then a piece on the legs, uh, each leg down here. Uh, the backpacks, I never had to do anything. Um. I just have really close clippers, and it clips off, and it's fine. Uh, so I've never had any issues with, with the intercessors. Do. Yeah, you get to get those like true flush clippers. They, they cost like thirty bucks usually, but they're really good. And then you get them from like uh, Harbor Freight. You can get a good pair. Is there anything you can't get there? I guess you can't get donuts at Harbor <laughs> Freight. Mm. Oh, yeah. darn donuts, the best. I could eat donuts at like three o'clock in the afternoon, and I have. I did it in college. Never again. Round Rock Donuts are excellent. Oh, man. Okay, so I could eat Round Rock Donuts at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That's the place to go. It's got yeah. like a little bit of orange in it. They have this orange color. Oh, they're so good. Fluffy I should fresh. get one of those. Yeah, maybe we'll do that for lunch Next on Wednesday week. when you come in. Yeah, good idea. So, so we're not sponsored by Round Rock Donuts, but if you're in the Austin, Texas area, slash Texas in general, try them. They're the best. Yeah, they've been around forever, and they will be around forever, and unless they like make donuts illegal, in which case they'll probably go underground. And you'll have to get your underground round rock donuts. Brewed and donuts made into one. Yeah, That's made into one statement. Yeah, I mean, I think these, I think these are really good. I mean, seeing it like this, it does make me think that they're not going to have the barrels drilled. They never do. Gonna, I've I've seen a few. They're a. There are a couple that I've seen where they already have indentations in, but it's usually on some of the bigger kits where it's like the um, uh, the Leviathan weapons are indented. So they're they're partially drilled. Um, you could drill them more if you want, but it, what, if you do want to drill them more, it's super easy because you don't have to worry about like your bit slipping and cutting off the edge of the barrel. Frustrating. Yeah, which is something that happened to me. Center, oh, off center, off center bolter hole in the middle. That you have to go with a scalpel me. in and try to yep. like fix it manually. You know, either cutting yourself or that. blasting through the edge of the barrel and like, oh well, I guess this one I'm just gonna cut off the barrel and make it shorter. <laughs> use, a, use a Dremel. That's, oh yeah, if you're brave. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, yeah, it definitely looks like they have no interest in having these barrels. Be a closer, like, nope, draw a dot. <laughs> draw a dot, a dot, or drill it yourself. How'd you pull that off in the old pewter back in the day with the barrels? You, you do like a guide thing with a blade and then drill them. Really? With your with your pen knife or pin vice or whatever. They, this is a, basically a little drill. Yeah. 
Wow. That's like all the models back then were like plastics were the heroes were usually pewter. Like the I yeah. bought some veterans. You know, it's like they got the guys with the lightning claws and the power fist. But the marine kits were plastic. Well, you know, I think the last brand new pewter <laughs> sculpts that GW ever put out had to have been the high elf dragon princes that got released in like 2005 or 2002, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I have some metal chaplains, the jump pack chaplain with the uh, that guy's metal. Mephiston yeah. was metal. I'm trying to yeah. think he had the latest one, but Mephiston's, I think, older than that, though. Yeah, I, I think... thought I thought some of those were from the 90s. Or no, no, not Mephiston, Astaroth. Mm. He, the he vampire just looks, looks like an old school too. That's the hair. Yeah. That it's... armor is cool. Wouldn't okay. What would be if you could update a model in the Blood Angel line? What would it be? Like in terms Dante. of rules or just model? Model Dante. Can, can I only pick one, or do I have? Can I pick can, two? No, you can only pick one. That's a tough one. It is a hard choice because they have so many distinctive characters. I mean, there's so, only one right choice, though. Yeah, I mean, the right choice is the Sanguinor. Oh, who are you? Well, he's like the Primarch, basically. Ooh, it's it's Dante. Like, when, when they get in, yeah, I'm I'm, no, I'm on the Dante one. That's Dante. I, I just put that together, and it's bad. Dante Dante is bad for sure, but. If the Blood Angels are going to get a, a Primark-esque model, it's got to be the Sanguinor. Or... Are you talking Mephiston. like from a lore? Yeah. Meph- God, Mephiston's a badass. He is, but his model sure doesn't look it. No, his model's terrible. Terra-bad. It's the worst. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, and they drilled the barrel on this one. <laughs> I, okay, look at that black. As I'm painting assassins right now, or a stiff neck. You think they did contrast black Templar black? No. No, this is this is GW. traditional paint. I and this think is they use GW paints. This I think is they use other stuff. This is Ulthron Gray. This is black, and then there's Ulthron Gray, and there's something else under here too. Well, but this, this the highlight is Ulthron Gray. Is Dark That's, Reaper. Is it? The black you mean? No, the black is uh what, a bad in black and then Dark Reaper, then Hawk Blue. Yeah, there it is. It's whoa, that zoomed in way. Doesn't it say? I thought it would. Like paints you'll need. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Like, okay. Yeah. So radical, haven't we? There's the there's the three. You got yeah. You got the Abaddon Black or whatever it's called now or anything. And then yeah, there's yeah, there's the three. But I mean, I like it. I mean, I think they did a good job. I'm not a huge fan of the. I hate the the lines. It just, it just oh, I don't like me. I don't like edge highlighting either. Yeah. I don't yeah. like do edge highlighting. What's that? You guys don't do edge highlighting? Oh, we do. I just don't like it. So so I do the pre shade with the with the airbrush, and I'm wondering, do I still need to do the edge highlights? Or what you, with what? So so let's say like a like a space marine, right? If I if I do the the zenithal of black underneath and then a zenithal of white from the top and i spray on top of that i get a pretty good contrast as it is obviously you're talking like with an airbrush yeah with an airbrush right obviously you know you fill 
you fill in the 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 gaps with the the ink, the black ink, but do you still need the the edge highlights? You think that's all that's all personal preference, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, tr- like if you're gonna go like bog standard, you're gonna try and imitate the GW. A lot of people like the edge highlighting. I'm just like, I like glazes to the edges and I'm making a transition. But you can still do edge highlighting and not have it look like this kind of edge highlighting that they have here. Yeah, because this is double. So they've they've done black and then they've done a thick, like a wide coat and then a, a thin coat of the lighter color that's definitely got blue in it. I don't you know can, that grace You here. can glaze that. Like to make that transition, and the edges will still show up at the at the glaze. Because if you you think about it, like where the brush ends is where you're going to deposit the most paint. So when you're going from dark to light, I mean, you could you could make a light color with like two colors and still have the edge look a lot brighter than where you're starting it, just because that's where you're depositing most of the paint, and it's a little smoother. It's just more time consuming. Well, sounds like we've got one of those talking painting tutorials going on right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, look at the model. But I mean, overall, when you're looking at just the model as it is, like, I think this is good. I think this may be an argument for David of like, this isn't a super dynamic pose. I mean, she's just walking forward with a bolter, but it's still cool, though. It's like, yeah, it functional, does look cool. don't you think? I do like the belt, like, they added, um, uh, what was it? rivets or i don't know what you call these yeah. to spikes or to, Kangolians. Yeah, to, yeah to the belt um it was pretty cool and they put them it's on the armor too and um, which helmet. is more stuff that yeah more stuff you wonder you, like where else those things are have <laughs> have the option of putting on i mean they're on the bolter too in the corners you know you mm-hmm. you don't have to paint them but you you can and it can look cool if you do but sure, you, you always want to like walk like wash those things what i've got is you've got the um oh what is that french pos gun that americans were issued in like world war one the suck the garand oh no it's um essentially it had slits What's in a machine the magazine gun? yeah as a machine as a light machine gun and banana it has slits coil, in... like on top yeah oh no it was on the bottom it's uh it it was a full like half circle clip on the bottom and it had slits in the side so that you could see how much ammunition was left to teach soldiers to conserve ammo but it was in world war one in trench warfare so all it did was get jammed all the time yeah. like all the clips would get jammed and that's what this reminds me of like why do you put clips that you can see in you i don't need to see how many rounds are in? I know it's it's like it's a ten round, thirty round, whatever round <laughs> it's, clip. It's aesthetic. It's just it's just more stuff to paint. Like it is. Know, yes, it is. But it looks it looks better than just it would be just a bla- a blank thing. Like I complain about this, but then I really like the buttonholes. <laughs> yeah, see, you're a dangerous lunatic, dude. Like I Look think this all is that. awesome, and I would paint this. Is like yeah, this would like yes, I get to paint these, but this is I'm like, oh, you're just wasting my time. This is annoying, like the, and that's the easiest thing to do too. It's like zip, zip, done. This is not so, hard. This is like so. What I'll do it's tedious is, is I'm lazy, and I'll do this with a dry brush. 
I'll be like, this That's... is black, and then I'm going to dry brush three dry layers. Dry brushing gets such a bad rap. I think dry brushing is an effective technique. You know? I, it, it has its places. Yeah, it's hard to do when you're doing lots of different colors next to each other. Like it'd be difficult to dry brush all this with purple and then red and then and do it all. But you could dry brush it all the same. The highlight first and then go in with the shade. Or I could do like David does and bring the silly putty out. (laughs) Oh God, can you imagine? And silly, silly putty puttying that? Oh my god! Just put the silly putty over here on the left, and then the silly putty on the right, and it's like, all right, I'm going with the purple. Hey man, it works. Okay, what is your favorite color to highlight red with? Are you a flesh tone guy, or are you more like the orangey red? I'm a flesh tone guy. So I've been using the like orangey red. Um, Heretic. This essentially it's this. Like I use this. Yeah, it is this exact it's... scheme for. But not on the darker red. Uh, no, on the darker red, I essentially go really dark red to this color right here. <laughs> that is the underneath. My my dark reds look dark no matter what. They're just always dark. I'm not a good painter. This is why I don't actually paint for the studio and why I just do the podcast and post funny memes. Ah, I was going to say, see, oh, where's, let's see your stuff. Yeah, the answer is <laughs> not good. Not, not good at all. You're the social media guy. Wes tried to rope me into like assembling models, which is the one thing I hit the most. <laughs> and doing other stuff, I'm like, no, this is not gonna happen. That is the worst. Cleaning these things, oh my god, I hate it. Hey, that's my. Know, oh, it's terrible. This one is. This, so I think we we end after here, but I just want to leave with. Um, this is an actual wood grain staff. This is going to be the coolest thing ever. Uh, I want to see how people paint this out. Wow. It's done That's right. Be the I... worst thing ever, because when there's a flash line on it, which there will be, and you take your exacto knife to get rid of the flash, you're going to get rid of the wood grain texture, and you're going to want to kill yourself. I think more than the flash on the wood grain texture will be the flash on those little spikes. <laughs> oh yeah, this is all built in. And it looks that like is feet. that is terrible. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, that's what I call it, the webbed feet right here. Mm-hmm. And on the back side of each one of those things, you know, the like the under part where the or the the spikes are pointing down, but on the reverse side of that, like yeah, that's good. There's gonna be mold lines there. Oh yeah. Oh man. Wait till wait till like we get the actual pictures and the models, and then there's just flash down the skulls of the thing. Well, they're not Forge World. Oh, <laughs> Forge World has. Like, I don't know. Have, have you have any of you all worked with resin? I'm oh, you're yeah. doing 30k and stuff like that, you know? Yes. Like, and ugh. so, so I, brittle. Not just okay. So there is stuff that is Forge World that I know is Forge World that the cast is of lower quality than stuff that I know is not real Forge World, and that is upsetting when you get your hands on the real forge world and then you see stuff that is knockoff of the same sculpt and the people that did the knockoff actually took the time to do a good cast i wanted to cry when i was putting the dragon together it's i didn't because i'm such a badass 
quality control at Forge World is really going down, and it's uh, dude. There was like it's quarter hurting. inch gaps in the wings. It's, yeah, so I think we, we'll end on this really down note of <laughs> yeah. Of everything Forge World sucks. Really, everything <laughs> sucks. You know, Forge World needs to step it up and start. And start taking maybe a little bit more time, maybe redo some of these molds. I, honestly, that might be it. Some of these molds might be getting really old, and that's why they're getting some slippage and stuff. Because I think that's what it is. We've seen a lot more slip lines in Forge World stuff. And True I think scale. some of these True things scale. are getting real old. So I'm praying so. for the comet. <laughs> All right. So um, with that, um, I think we'll end it here. So thank you for everyone for joining Stiff Neck Radio. This has been Will. And David and Charlie. And Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we were speaking for ourselves. Oh, I thought you were supposed to speak and then you didn't. Then he said your name and then I thought, well, I'm not going to make the same mistake as David. <laughs> then it turned out I've messed it up even worse. I'm sorry.